Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Great song, Gloria Estefan, Miami Sound Machine. And it really has become the anthem for all of those who are packing their bags and moving to DeSantis Land, Freedom Land, Florida. And they're leaving in massive numbers out of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, all throughout the Northeast sector. Florida is the number one choice, then North Carolina, then South Carolina. Then Georgia, then Texas, Tennessee, and Virginia. And they continue their exodus. Well, last night, Lou, um, on the Rockford All-American Conservative Voice of Reasons, Fox News program, Sean Hannity. He had me on with uh, former Florida State Attorney General Pam Biondi, who was uh, Attorney General there for eight years. She was talking about diplomatic immunity, that guy from the South Sudan who raped a woman here, fled with his family, no ramifications. And then I talked about the sucker punch at King's Plaza that me and Sid Rosenberg used to frequent years ago. Go to the movies, food court, go buy some apparel, could hang out there all day. Now you could become a victim of a knockout. And you know, Lou, what Pam Biondi said, goes, Curtis, you should have been mayor of the city of New York. And the Sean Hannity concurred. Hey, and I just said, all throughout the five boroughs now, it's voters' remorse as the posters and stickers are going up. Don't blame me. I voted for Sliwa. But, boy, that was a high five from Florida. Because there are so many ex-New Yorkers there now who could have voted, would have voted for me, and not the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams. Anyway, they had their own series of elections in Florida yesterday, primary elections. DeSantis, obviously, with a $125 million war chest, has um, cruised in the Republican primary. He will be in the the, uh, November election, November 8th, against Charlie Chris. Charlie Chris, who cannot figure out what the hell he is. He is a political enigma, if there has ever been one. I mean, look at this guy. Originally, he was governor of Florida, 
2007 to 2011, decided to take on little Marco Rubio for the U.S. Senate nomination on the Republican side. But little Marco Rubio beat him. Please keep that music going, man. I need that stimulation, man, because I am so angry as I entered the studios at WABC. And all my clutter was removed. Oh, my God. So I had to put this program together on the fly with spit and bazooka bubblegum. But you know me. I always deliver, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm delivering on Charlie Chris. So he lost the Republican nomination to run for the U.S. Senate against little Marco Rubio. And then he decided to go party shopping. Now, you know, Lou, a lot of the old Altacacas who line up in Florida waiting to die at the Blue uh, Plate Special at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They go there to doctor shop. Well, Charlie Chris, he went party shopping. So he couldn't beat Rubio. He decided to become an independent. And when that didn't work out in the election for the U.S. Senate, he finished second against little Marco Rubio. He decided to flip the script again and become an instant jello pudding pot pie thigh Democrat and became a congressman who now thinks that he can upset the juggernaut known as DeSantis. By the way, he uses Mantan. Now, I'm not suggesting that our own Sid Rosenberg uses Mantan out of the can. No, like, oh, hello, gorgeous Vinny Bastiano, the head of the Bonanno crime family, who, while doing time in the bowels of uh, Colorado's uh, maximum security prison below ground, was using Mantan all the time, 24-7-365. Well, and Charlie Chris, the hell would he need to have tan out of a can for? Plus, he was a heterosexual. Then it was thought maybe he's a bisexual. Maybe he's gay. Maybe he's non-binary. Who is Charlie Chris? He is an enigma. And guess what, Charlie? You are not going to upset the juggernaut on November 8th of uh, Ron DeSantis being elected governor of the state of Florida again. And who knows what uh, holds for DeSantis in the future politically across the nation. But my God, who decided to tell us all to go to Florida if we disagree with her? Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who decided to lecture Curtis Lee decided to lecture all of you who are registered Republicans or conservatives, decided to lecture uh, our candidate for governor, Congressman Lee Zeldin. Oh, he's got it. He's got to topple Governor Crime Wave uh, Holcomb. No doubt about it. And a bunch of other prominent Republicans. She basically said, get the hell out of here. Why don't you follow the trail of Florida and leave New York State like so many others are exiting the Empire State, which has a new coat of rust on it as a result. The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Wait a second. Molinaro, he didn't even vote for Trump. He just lost that special congressional uh, election against Dutchess County Democratic uh, Executive Ryan, who took a knee to Black Lives Matter. But so did Molinaro. 
How the hell could you mention Molinaro? He didn't even vote for Trump. He took a knee to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, Molinaro. I remember. I never forget. But anyway, this comes on the heels, remember, of the former governor, Udisgraziare Uchanda. And let's face it, crime wave Kathy Holcomb has become Cuomo 2.0. But remember what Andrew Evilized Cuomo said to any Republicans or conservatives who didn't share his values? Are they these extreme conservatives who are right to life, a poor assault weapon, anti-gay? Is that who they are? Because if that's who they are, and if they are the extreme conservatives, they have no place in the state of New York. So this because that's not who New Yorkers are. Oh, so people have no place in New York if they don't agree with Andrew Evilized Cuomo, the perv governor. The man responsible for the deaths of 16,000 senior citizens in the long-term senior citizen housing units because of his executive order at the time of the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020. This guy's going to lecture us. And now pimping off his ride, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, basically telling us, get the hell out of New York State. Well, yesterday I was at a gathering in the Upper East Side and let me tell you something. I told all the Alta Caucus there, Lou, I looked at all of them and I said, oh, yeah, I, I know you voted for crime, <laughs> for Eric Adams, the swagger man who had no plan, and they were giggling and laughing. I knew who they were. I said, what do you think, huh? And they said, oh, Curtis, 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 bad choice, bad choice. I said, and now you're on your way to Florida with the rest of the Alta Caucus in the sixth borough of the city of New York, Boca Raton, and I'm going to stand and fight for what I know is right. Improve, don't move. And they all applaud it. But you know within the next few months they're out of here. And let me tell you something. If you were a police officer, why wouldn't you just want to leave now for the NYPD? Whether you work for transit housing or the NYPD itself. Look, cops are under attack on duty. Cops are under attack off duty. And look at this. This is absolutely mind-boggling while there is not a total crackdown in the neighborhoods where thugs, once again so brazen, so bold, have decided to attack police officers off duty. Look at the latest. Up there in Castle Hill, an 18-year veteran at 10.30 in the morning was jogging. Three thugs came up to him and gave him a beatdown that almost took his life as he was sucking concrete. Meantime, there was a witness. You know what the witness said, Lou? I'm not cooperating because snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. And so at the end of the day at the hospital, Pat Lynch said, make no mistake, we will find them. No, 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 no. Sorry, Pat. Uh, You can't speak on behalf of Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, and the missing in action, Sue Sewell, the police commissioner, because there is no retaliation. There is no retribution. There is no follow-up when cops get attacked, whether on duty and especially more and more being targeted off-duty. Look at what most recently occurred. A 23-year-old off-duty cop while parking his car in Hunts Point, Garrison Avenue, and Barreto Street was removing items from his trunk when a mass robber approached. The crook was holding a black firearm and said, hands up. Then he asked, are you a cop? The guy said, yeah. He said, good. And he took everything from the guy, including his Glock 17 from his off-duty holster, and fled. 
Now, guess what? <laughs> Look at what the description is. And this tells you why they haven't caught this guy. The crook was a male believed to be in his 30s with a medium bill, black hair, and last seen wearing a black shirt, black shorts, white sneakers, a black face mask, and a fanny pack around his chest. Fanny pack because he's carrying a gun. Uh, what's the one missing ingredient in this very uh, detailed description of the guy who robbed and pistol-whipped the off-duty cop? The color of his skin. Is he black, white, Hispanic, Asian? Of course not. Then there was the other off-duty cop who got robbed at gunpoint outside a sports bar in Washington Heights at El Jefe Sports Cantina at 186 Indictment Street at night. White car pulls up, three thugs jump out, and they strip him like they would a carcass in the Mojave Desert. And then he didn't identify himself as a cop. But they ended up with the off-duty cop's phone. He was tracked and later found on the side of the road on Harlem River Drive. The phone was. And the phone was processed for fingerprints and returned to the office saying, guess what? No arrests made. Come on, cops are not even safe in New York City. On duty, off duty. What do you think that means for everybody else? In the old days, had a cop been violated on duty or off duty? There would have been all hell to pay in that precinct. The cops, the DTs, special tactical units would have flooded the precinct. They would have tur- tossed every mutt in scale, every drug dealer, every person who obviously was continuing their pattern of committing crime and saying, you're not going to be able to get to first base committing any kind of crimes until you turn over the information and like a divining rod, you guide us to the person or persons who attacked this cop on duty or off duty. They don't do that anymore. And guess what? They haven't made arrests in any of these attacks on off-duty cops. Not the one in Hunts Point, not the one in Washington Heights, not the one the most egregious in Castle Hill. And hey, Hasidic Jews in Williamsburg, how many times did I go to your dinners for Shamrim? And all of a sudden I said, hop some till the day you die. What are you waiting for? You're waiting for Eric Adams, who you voted for? Come on. The swagger man with no plan. You're waiting for the cops at the 90th precinct. What happened to your manhood? What happened to the men of Shamrim and Shmira I used to know who said, hops them till the day we die? Look at this. Three attacks, back to back, belly to belly. The Trinity, the trifecta, the Troika. An attacker was described as about 5 feet 10 inches with a medium build wearing a yellow shirt, black pants, black boots, and a black hat. By the way, Black Hat, he was not a Hasidic, I can assure you that. As a Hasidic man was assaulted by a stranger while walking Williamsburg on Monday, the third suspected anti-Semitic attack in three days. No description of the color. Meantime, surveillance video captured an attacker blasting a 72-year-old man with a fire extinguisher on Taylor Street and Lee Avenue. No description of the suspect. In the second incident, an attacker also unleashed an extinguisher on a 66-year-old Jewish man and then punched him at the nearby intersection of Roebling and Third Streets. It was worse years ago with the gangs in Southside. I know. I was there. I was leading the charge with the Shamrim, with Shmira. I was saying, hops them to the day you die. Men of Williamsburg. Have you lost your manhood? Look down your trousers. Do you have little cocktail onions now waiting on Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan in the 90th precinct? You know what you got to do. 
protect your neighborhood, patrol the streets, and make sure you have safe streets in Williamsburg. Because Eric Adams isn't. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, we got no You know, uh, Lou, you know, who sang this song, this anthem for breaking out early from school, whether it was elementary school, junior high school, high school, or college. He was blasphemed by our own cousin Brucey, one of the few times that cousin Brucey ever said anything negative about anybody. You can hear cousin Brucey Saturday night, 6 to 10, as he's back to his home away from home. You know what he said? He said, I will never play this guy's song on WABC. I don't care if it is top 40. Blaspheming. But it's the perfect intro, ladies and gentlemen. School's out forever. For um, Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, who has emerged uh, out of his vacation, out of his basement. He's been out of sight, out of mind for two weeks, and that's the way the Democrats want to keep it. But in just a few hours, he will emerge and he will tell everybody who uh, owes uh, student debt, don't worry about it. If you make less than $125,000 a year, they are going to immediately remove $10,000 of that debt. So borrowers, imagine if you're a family of two earning less than 250000 would also be eligible for the $10,000 loan for forgiveness. And he announced that in a tweet. Because, you know, he's going to have a hell of a tough time reading the teleprompter when he actually has to finally come before the press corps after being out of sight, out of mind, in the basement for two weeks. Well, for recipients of Pell Grants, which have always been a ripoff, Come on, Lou. You remember when they offered you Pell Grants, right? All of a sudden, people went out and they got albums. They bought cars. They bought clothes. They did everything other than use the Pell Grant to pay for their college education. And some even uh, applied for Pell Grants for schools that didn't even exist, in which was a cook kickback scam like you couldn't believe. Yeah, just ask uh, the schmuck, the putz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer about that. It was right in the middle of that, and then when all of a sudden he was asked, hey, were you supporting Pell Grants for schools that didn't even exist? He goes, how was I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know? Of course not. It's not your money. It's our money. So if you were a recipient of a Pell Grant, you're entitled to $20,000 
uh, of uh, a reduction in your student loans for undergraduates with the most uh, significant financial need, and the federal government would cancel up to an additional $10,000 in federal loan debt. Uh, Joe Biden, Papachulo, the president, uh, who still has not spoken on this, only tweeted on it, uh, who has just completed his two-week so-called vacation in the basement along the Delaware shore and South Carolina, out of sight, out of mind, is also extending a pause on federal student loan payments for what he called the final time through the end of 2022. Oh, boy. You know, my wife, Nancy, is going to be going... Glory, Haliaski, hallelujah, hip, hip, hooray. Let me tell you something. There are a lot of people out there with student debt, some who paid it, some who are trying to pay it. What I have advised is that if you're too far in the hole, just don't pay. I mean, don't pay. That's what businesses, right, Fortune 500 companies did in the meltdown of 2008. They basically said, we can't pay, bail us out, right? All of America bailed out those crooks. Not one of them went to jail. Not one of them paid any fines. Just a little bit of advice from Curtis Lee. We'll obviously get into that extensively the rest of the day here. You'll be hearing from our talk show hosts and hostesses on this matter. And I'm sure uh, when uh, John Katzmatidis convenes his 5 o'clock roundtable discussion, you'll hear it from a Democratic and Republican perspective. Meantime, I think universally we can uh, cheer about this. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, the uh, fake, phony, fraudulent mayor, part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we li- we love in eight years, Bill de Blasio and Charlene McRae. Well, guess what? Bill de Blasio has just been offered, and he's accepted it. Hopefully, he is out of our lives forever. He's like a vampire. He never goes away. He's still living there on 7th Avenue and 11th Street in the heart of Park Slope, where he couldn't even win that special new district that was created. Almost like a giveaway to him become the congressman so he can continue the wrecking ball and destroy the nation, not the city. But he opted out because everybody hates Bill de Blasio. I mean everybody. Left, right, middle, apolitical. Everybody hates Bill de Blasio. Just recently there was a demonstration. I still haven't found out the group that did it. I would love to give them high five, salutations, greetings, and uh, publicize what they did outside of his uh, home on 7th Avenue and 11th Street in Park Slope. They demonstrated and were screaming, Charlene, show us the money. Show us the money. Where's the money? The one and a half billion dollars that in five years de Blasio and Charlene ripped off from us, the taxpayers, supposedly for the fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi program Thrive that was supposed to take care of all the emotionally disturbed persons in the streets and shelters of New York City and never took care of one. And you know damn well that money is either in a Swiss bank account, Panamanian bank account, or possibly in the Cayman Islands. And no Democrats will do anything to investigate that. No, not Tish James, the state attorney general. No, not the controller of the city of New York, the previous one, the perv, Scott Stringer, or the president one, the socialist, Brad Lander. Nobody. Not the city council, not Mayor Eric Adams, who has turned out to be de Blasio 2.0. So he's going to go off to the Harvard Kennedy School, and he will have a teaching fellowship, Lou, with the mandate... To turn uh, so many of these new, fresh, nubile mush mines at Harvard into communists. 
a new generation of poli-sci students who will follow in Bill de Blasio's footsteps. Notice, de Blasio and Charlene went down to help the Sandinistas against the Contras. They loved Daniel Ortega, who turned out to be a pedophile on a pedestal. And now, in his totalitarian dictatorship, where his wife is the vice president, he has eliminated all, all opposition. He's even arresting Catholic priests and the Catholic bishop and told the Catholic cardinal there in Managua, Nicaragua, you open your mouth, you're going into the gulag. Hey, what's the Pope Francis going to do about that, Mr. Liberational Theologist? A pope who loves Che more than he loves Jesus Christ? Hey, this was a friend of the de Blasio's, a friend to the liberational theologist. And he's now arresting priests and nuns and bishops, and he's got an eye on the cardinal. And guess what? You're not doing anything about it. Nobody asked Bill de Blasio about his love of them. Or when he went on his honeymoon to Havana behind the sugarcane curtain of Fidel and Raul Castro to look for Joanne Chesimar, a.k.a. Asada Shakur, public enemy number one in New York and in New Jersey, who killed a New Jersey state trooper and has uh, been given uh, sanctuary in Cuba and all radicals and communists and socialists who hate America. They love to do a pilgrimage to Havana to be able to sit down and talk with their hero, Asada Shakur, a.k.a. Joanne Chesimard. In fact, Black Lives Matter, which has turned into big, large mansions and ripped off millions of dollars, organized by three black lesbians dedicated Black Lives Matter to uh, the uh, political ideology of Joanne Chesimard, a.k.a. Asada Shakur. By the way, do we have a little uh, ABBA music here? Please, if you could find that, because I need the stimulation. I need the direction here. Because it appears that the Finnish prime minister, 36-year-old woman who has been partying, who's had rave parties, and has been doing it, in fact, at the prime minister's mansion. She was crying the other day. She was saying, oh, no mas, no mas. This is so sexist and misogynist. Almost like Carolyn Maloney. Hey, you lost, Maloney. She'd go, oh, Gerald the Whale, Madler, sexist, misogynist. You lost. You're a loser. Just like this Finnish prime minister who was saying, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Look, look, I have a right to my own life. I do my job. I've learned from this. Hey, let me tell you, lady, Boris Johnson got sacked. Because he was having parties at the prime minister's residence there during COVID. And here it is. She was giving guys a Brumsky, a lap dance, dirty dancing, grinding. And she's saying, I should not have to apologize for this. Let me remind this uh, young femme fatale that with the anniversary of uh, the Ukraine, 31 years since it declared its independence from the old Soviet Union of Mikhail Gorbachev, Glasnost, Perestroika, and Boris Yeltsin, the drunk, that today Vladimir Putin is dropping flesh-melting thermite bombs on the Ukrainians in the Donetsk. It burns to the bone. It burns through steel. It burns through concrete right down to your bone. And he has threatened to turn Finland and Sweden into glass highways if they join Finland. But is the Finnish prime minister at all interested in that since she's right on the border of Russia? Of course not.
She just wants to drop more Molly. She just wants to drop more ecstasy and party the night away to the wee hours of the dawn, like Eric Adams, uh, the swagger man with no plan. By the way, oh, man, as five more buses arrived at uh, Port Authority this morning with illegals. Right across the border into Texas, uh, Governor Abbott has put on the hound, and they pounded the hound to Nueva York, where they have been watching on Telemundo and Univision the fact that if you come to New York City, you not only get put up at the Milford Plaza, right in the heart of the Great White Way, Broadway, but you get everything free, including Obama phones that you can then send back selfies to all your other amigos uh, back... In Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, so that they, too, can follow Papa Chulo, President Joe Biden, who has said, Andale, 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 who's your daddy? I'm your daddy, as he said in that presidential campaign against then-President Donald Trump. Well, Eric Adams has continued to say that we will absorb these illegals and give them everything that a American who's in a homeless shelter in the five boroughs of the city of New York, some of them veterans who have served in the military, are not even able to get. And, oh, today was so great opening up the New York Post. The New York Post that insulated Eric Adams, the candidate, from any kind of criticism during his Democratic primary and in the general uh, election, wouldn't even interview me as a Republican candidate. Because they said he's the new face of the Democratic Party. He will lead the Democrats back to common sense. And he will lead them back to a moderate center. Not. Look at this full-page op-ed that they've published on page four. You know who uh, wrote this, uh, Lou? The governor of Texas. I suggest everybody read Greg Abbott's op-ed in today's New York Post in which it's titled, Open Talk is Cheap, Mr. Mayor. I ask you to come down to the border and see for yourself what's going on, the mishigash, the chaos that President Joe Biden refuses to deal with. You've called yourself the Biden of Brooklyn. Come down, see for yourself. It'll be interesting if the New York Post allows Eric Adams, their anointed candidate for mayor, to respond with his own op-ed. I have a feeling... He's on the outside looking in on the New York Post, especially Lou. He had uh, a number of candidates that he claimed that his coattails would bring into office as Democratic primary winners just yesterday for state Senate uh, runs throughout the five boroughs. He got destroyed by the DSA, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, better known as All Out Crazy, leader of the Democratic Socialists uh, of America and the Justice Warriors, was doing the bachata, the merengue, the salsa on the grave of the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, who has no political cachet with any other candidates. They all got crushed. I mean, this one guy, Conrad Tillett. I warned you all, his name was Conrad Muhammad for the state senate in Brooklyn. He's the former leader of the Nation of Islam, an adherent of Screwy Louis Farrakhan, hates whites, hates Jews. But then again, you know, Eric Adams was too back then. He loved Louis Farrakhan. He only got 17% of the vote against a DSA candidate. 
So uh, Mayor Eric Adams, who spends too much time partying to the wee hours of the dawn and going to restaurants of his criminal cronies, had better start focusing on saving this city, saving cops who are under a constant attack, and actually going out there and working to elect moderate Democrats instead of what so many have urged, that Republicans become rent wreck Democrats, become Hessians and mercenaries, change their party affiliation to help the Democrats stave off AOC and the Democratic Socialists of America. How did that work out in this election cycle, huh? All of these candidates got crushed because even Democrats are upset at the myth, the enigma known as Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. Yeah, Miami Beach, and they're not coming back. By the way, uh, I hate Billy Joel, that bugaboo-eyed singer every month, right? Lou, you're online with the Depends uh, crew there, the groupies, waiting for Billy Joel to come out on the stage like the Rocky Horror movie. You lip-sync the words. It's the same show over and over and over and over. By the way, you must be saying, why why do you hate Billy Joel so much? Because he's best friends of Jimmy Dolan. Who cannot chew gum and think at the same time. Owner of the uh, Madison Square Garden, Nick Strangers, and the Rockettes at Radio City Music Hall. Also best friends of Andrew Evilize Cuomo, who, as you know, I hate, I loathe, I despise King Cuomo II. And all three of them, they're a cabal. But now, now I got a tough choice, so you got to help me with this because... Apparently, Madison Square Garden has been called Billy Joel's home away from home, Long Island. Has been transformed into Harry's house. After Harry Styles brought his Love on Tour trek for the first 15, yes, 15 sold-out concerts that will run through September 21st. Now, Harry Styles? I mean... The Rolling Stones, no, not the group, the magazine, which has no juice any longer, has uh, anointed him the king of pop. Well, the last one they did to was Michael Jackson, right? The uh, pedophile on a pedestal. I don't know if this guy is a pedophile. All I know is the one song, he's got watermelon sugar. I don't know if that's pejorative against black people. I have no idea who Harry Styles is. I've seen a few of the videos. He's a real dork. You know, he's out there on the stage. It looks like he's been attacked by a flea market. Or maybe he is now going to replace Elton John because when he comes out on stage 
Hey, obviously, I got to learn more about this guy. To the screaming, squealing fans as he's decked out in feather boas, sequins, and glitter. And he goes, does it really matter what gender I am? I mean, I could be heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, or non-binary, or any of the 72 different terms now that are applied to a person's gender, to a person's sexuality. And then, all of a sudden, they developed a cult of Harry Styles. Oh, my God. Who the hell is Harry Styles? Who? Are you a follower? You and Sid uh, Rosenberg, follower of Harry Styles? I listen to the morning show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, Bernie and Sid. I listen to the music you choose. Don't tell me you're going to capitulate, fold like a cheap camera, and follow the Rolling Stones magazine who says he may not be the best singer, not the best musician, certainly not the best dancer, but he is the king of pop. Move over, geriatric uh, Depends fans of the bugaboo eye, Billy Joe. And apparently, Madison Square Garden has become the house of Harry Styles. Say it ain't so, Lou. Say it ain't so. I don't even know who the hell this guy is. By the way, uh, yesterday... As the socialists kicked the butts of the moderate Democrats, challenging them in the local state Senate primaries, there was one woman, the New York State Senate District 59 winner. Her name is Gonzalez, who came out and said to everyone gathered, today we really prove that socialism wins. That's what the Democrats have become the Socialist Party. And she said that, and she got a standing ovation. And so everybody out there, we have that opportunity November 8th to rally around Lee Zeldin, his lieutenant governor candidate, Esposito, and sack Governor Crime Wave Holcomb, who has said to all of us, if you don't like it, leave. Head to Florida. I will improve. I won't move. Let's beat Hochul. 